quasi here. And in today's video, I want to talk to you about how you can create your reality by completely shifting yourself at the very core, your whole identity. Throughout this channel, I talk a lot about identity shifting and why it's probably the most powerful way for you to see any permanent change in your external world. And in this video, I'm going to share with you the biggest misconceptions people have about identity shifting and why people fail to become that new person, why they keep falling back into their old selves. And by the end of this video, I'm actually going to give you three keys for you to take away so that you can use them for yourself and become this completely new person. And as a result, see a permanent shift in your reality. Before I begin this video, I want to quickly announce you can access our exclusive email list where I can share stuff that I can't really share on the channel because of YouTube's platform limitations. So just scroll down to the pinned comments down below, click on that link, you'll be taken to a separate page where you can enter your name and email and get access to exclusive bonuses like the Identity Shifting Bootcamp, uh, the Identity Shifting Free Course, and uh, many more stuff, and also take part in our weekly uh, email newsletters that I personally write myself. So without further delay, let's go right ahead and get started with this video. Today I wanted to talk about identity shifting and what actually prompted this topic was one question that I got during our customer Q&A calls. Um, and this person came on and they were like, hey, so I've been working on becoming this confident person so I can you know, improve my relationships with women and I can you know, date women that I feel more uh, entitled to and I don't feel insecure around. So, you know, I, don't, so I don't feel so confident, nervous and shy anymore, but I can you know, actually start dating and be myself around them. And what his method was, was you know, constantly affirming to himself that, hey, I'm this confident person, I'm worthy of dating models, and I'm worthy of doing all of these things. And what happened was he was so over-affirming to the point where it even, it actually became like a, like a form of resistance. You know, it's kind of like, if I have to tell myself this so many times, it means deep down I'm having to cover up some insecurity, right? So that's what was happening. It was actually becoming a uh, counter productive effort, all of this affirming. And what actually started to happen was it did work for him, right? It started to work for him. He brute forced it. He was dating a lot more women and he was, um, you know, that's what he said. He was going out with higher caliber women that he didn't feel entitled to before. He didn't feel worthy of being around before. But now all of a sudden he raised up his self image to be around these women and actually go out on dates with them. But the problem was whenever he got rejected, you know, his advances got rejected or something happened that didn't go along that in that direction. All of a sudden his self image was shattered, right? He just went back to his old self and he was starting over from scratch again. So this video will be talking about why that phenomenon happens. You know, when you build up this self image and why it becomes so damn fragile where, you know, any challenge that comes in shakes you and brings you back down. So this phenomenon happens because most people fail with identity shifting because they are too non-biased. They're too objective because they're too objective to the external world. They are too objective. What do I mean by this? Well, we know that our internal world, what attitudes, what feelings, what thoughts we cultivate, what we entertain for a certain period of time, it gets reflected out into the external world with a delay. So for example, if I keep thinking about starting up a business and I keep, you know, hearing others starting up businesses and I feel good about starting up a business, 
the likely action I'm going to take is anything that'll help me start up a business, right? So my thoughts and my feelings get translated into reality via my actions. And then I start up a business and then the business does a certain amount of revenue based on what thoughts and attitudes I have there as well. So the problem with this is when we become too objective with our external world, this literally means our external world is now impacting how we feel internally. Okay. I want you to take a moment to reflect on that. When the effect starts influencing the cause, it becomes a reverse chain. How reality is created originally was our internal world, the cause was making the effect. Okay. This is how the mirror world operates. We have internal thoughts and attitudes that create and influence external effects. So this is the cause and this is the effect. Now, the problem with this client of mine was he was looking at the feedback of rejection and then letting it influence the internal world. We don't want this when it's not serving the attitude we're trying to create. This can be useful. By the way, this is a feedback loop. The internal influences the external and we see, we take feedback from what we're creating externally, kind of like creating a painting. You create a piece of art and you have an idea that you want to test out. So you put it on the canvas and then you take feedback from the canvas and you're like, hmm, do I like this? Do I not like this? What would I want to change about this? What would I want to keep the same? We need that feedback to perfect the masterpiece, right? But what happened in this client's particular case was his fears and the things that was undesired was being affirmed. Remember when he was affirming and trying really hard to affirm some positive self image, it actually was producing a resisting effect because deep down that affirming came from a place of resistance. He was affirming because he wanted to not be that unconfident or that loser that he perceived himself as originally. And as a cover up to that, the affirmations, the you know, distorted sense of self image was coming into play, but he didn't really believe it. He was just telling himself these things. So this is what happens when we try to force ourselves to believe something instead of easing into it. And this is why all of those changes that we see in our external world become temporary. I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with who've done about like even 80 K a month in their businesses only to go bankrupt. Right. And this happened because they didn't feel truly worthy of the money that they were making. They didn't feel entitled and deserving. They couldn't give themselves permission to experience that money and that wealth. So naturally there was a self sabotage and when they didn't feel worthy, what did they try to do? They tried to affirm, they tried to do all of these things as a form of resistance to escape the feelings of unworthiness. Okay. I want you to remember that this can be useful. Okay. This error where the external influences the internal can be useful, but only in the instance where we let it build us up instead of breaking us down. What do I mean by that? If you are working on becoming confident and you go out and you say hi to someone 
or you want to build more confidence with women. You go say hi to someone and you get a positive response. Immediately that positive response is stored and oh, this is a confirmation. I'm actually becoming more confident. That's good. But when we come from a place of insecurity and we're actually trying to mask the core feelings of insecurity and then we get rejected, then we use the rejection to amplify the feelings of unworthiness, then it doesn't help us. It breaks down our self-image. This is why your self-image becomes so fragile because you become objective, okay? You can't be objective when you're creating your reality. I want you to remember that. You have to be subjective. Reality is very moldable. It's subject to the perceiver which is you in this instance, right? So you have your own layer of reality of which you are the perceiver. And as the perceiver, you have a subjective viewpoint because you are letting in certain information and you're ignoring certain other information. The ability to sort out information makes you a powerful creator of your reality, a powerful business owner, a powerful, um, I don't know, partner in a relationship, a powerful, you know, health bodybuilder, lifter, whatever you want, right? If you can't sort out information and keep that crucial information and ignore useless information, which are distractions, then you won't be able to create anything you want, right? This is exactly what I'm talking about when I say you have to know how to filter out information. So by the end of this video, I'm going to talk about how you can ignore and, you know, look at certain things and actually have this filtering mechanism become more effective. But I want to get back to that confidence dilemma and actually put a put an end to that before we move on so the confidence dilemma another part about this and why confidence self-confidence and you know belief in yourself it, it becomes so fragile is because we operate in two different poles okay so if you notice this there's going to be a positive pole where you feel confident and a negative pole where you feel unconfident and insecure as long as you're in this pole, you're always going to have a possibility of going to the other side of it. If you feel confident about something, you're going to feel unconfident the next day. If you rely on your feeling of being confident, you're always going to have a possibility of being unconfident. Does that make sense? Cool. So the solution to this is to ditch this pole altogether. Because if you no longer operate in this pole, then you're no longer subject to positive and negatives. You're no longer subject to this duality, right? So that's what we want to do. Now the question becomes, how do we do this? And here are the keys to helping you actually cultivate lasting self-confidence that is never subject to destruction. Key number one, become biased and the rest are anomaly. What do I mean by that? I learned this crucial lesson when I was playing golf and you know, I wanted to believe I was a good player and then I would have a great round. I would shoot really well, but then the next day I would shoot terribly. So because my, I was working on building up my confidence, I didn't know which feedback to look at. Am I a good golfer or am I a bad one? Am I a good one or am I a bad one? You have to pick the one that you want. It's not objective. You have to pick the attitude that you want based on what you want to see happen in your life. So in that moment, I realized, wait a second, if I assume that I'm a good golfer and I want to keep my internal world intact in that belief of being a good golfer, how do I recontextualize this bad day and make it fit into that worldview of quasi is a good golfer? 
Ah, even good golfers have bad days. This is an anomaly. That's exactly what has to happen for you. If you want to believe that you're good at closing sales, you're a good salesperson, or you're good at relationship and dating and networking, and you start to cultivate that assumption, you start to, you know, you have this open show and then you fill in stuff, you take feedback, positive responses, but then all of a sudden you get a negative response, you get a rejection, you get a no, you get a string of no's on your sales calls and you can't, you know, close any deals and your closing rate is going down. What do you do? This is all anomaly. Things are fixing itself. This has to happen in order for me to level up. So how do you contextualize those events that don't fit in with the worldview that you've selected? That's what makes a powerful creator of one's reality. That's how you can influence your self-image and have it be unshakable. If you look at the most powerful people on earth, like people who are just, you know, stupidly rich or stupidly famous or, you know, they're just really good at what they do. They are very, very biased. They don't for one second believe that they're inferior. They don't, that's not even in their world. If they see something that's not going well, oh, you know, that this is, this is what happens. Even good players have bad days. Even good golfers have bad days. Even great salespeople have bad months, right? That happens to everyone. They accept that and ignore it. Okay. I actually made a video on how to deal with resistance better. If you go down to the uh, pin comments down below, I'll reference it there and that might be really helpful for you. But this is number one, become biased and selective with the information that you let in and accept and ignore the rest because they're all distractions and they're just anomalies. At worst, you view it as an anomaly. At best, you view it as something that's actually helping you in the future, but you can't see it right now. So for example, as I mentioned, you know, with those string of no's on your sales calls and not making any sales, you might be tempted to believe, oh man, maybe I'm just a bad salesperson. Maybe I'm not just as, as good as I thought I was. But we can recontextualize that to fit in with our, with our original worldview that we chose for ourselves, which is I'm a good salesperson. How does this fit in? Oh, maybe this is a lesson that I need to learn. Maybe I need to learn how to handle these no's and keep my attitude positive before I can start closing more. Something good is around the corner and it's coming. It's about time until it inevitably shows up. So you need to become biased in that way if you want to become a powerful creator of your reality. Okay, that's number one. Number two, this relates to the poll that I talked about, that two-ended poll of positive and negative and jumping around from one to the next. How do we ditch that poll altogether? And I heard this uh, really inspirational quote, which summarizes it quite beautifully. And the quote goes something along the lines of, don't think less of yourself, think of yourself less. Okay. So simply think of yourself less. So the problem with this client of mine, when he went out and he, you know, started to do all of these affirmations, he was thinking all about himself. When he was with the women that he was dating, he was thinking about himself. Instead of being present to the moment with that girl, he was thinking about himself and what should I say next? Oh, I'm this confident person. How did she react to that? He was in his head. If you're in your head, you can't create what you want, right? There has to be this, this harmony of the heart and the mind. And in order for the, for the heart to come in, you have to be intensely present to the moment. When you're in a sales call, if you're in your head thinking about the next thing to say, you're going to sabotage that sale. 
the person on the other end is going to think, oh, this person doesn't get me. They're clearly going about their own agenda, right? As opposed to if you were just present to the moment, you let go of needing that outcome of, okay, I need to close this sale. And you just had a great conversation with the prospect. What would happen? They would just want to buy it. Like, oh my God, I just had a great conversation with this guy. And this person is so genuine and they just gave me value without needing to receive anything. What do I want to do? You know, I actually trust this guy. I want to buy from him. That's what would naturally happen. So all you need to do is shift your focal point from me, 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 and oh, I need to affirm my self-worth all the time to what's right in front of me. What's the task at hand? What's the process that I need to immerse myself in? When you immerse yourself in the process, you're no longer thinking about the outcome. Your focus goes from the outcome and trying to do something to get the outcome to the process. Even when I'm making this video, I'm not thinking about, okay, how many views am I gonna get? Oh, is this, I hope this gets a lot of views. No, I'm thinking about what do I want to speak about? What do I enjoy speaking about? What do I think will be valuable? So my focal point is shifting from what can I get to what can I give? Because I know if I give, it's getting is gonna happen. It's gonna come anyway, right? So this is just a simple matter of shifting your focal point from thinking of yourself to how, what can I give? If I'm on a date with this girl, how can I make her life better? You know, how can I have, help her have a better experience? What helps me have fun in this date? Because I know if I'm having fun, then the other person will have a great time too. So with that, I conclude this video. Thank you so much for watching. I sincerely hope this was valuable. Let's do a quick recap of what we talked about today. Today, we talked about identity shifting, why most people fail, the biggest pitfalls, and why identity shifting is actually hands down the most powerful way for you to see any permanent change in your life, if done correctly. So we talked about why most people fail and it's because they're too objective. They're too black and white to the external. If they see something bad, they're immediately like, oh my God, I'm bad. Oh, I had a bad round. I'm a terrible golfer. Oh, I just had a string of bad sales. I must be a terrible salesman. No, don't let go of your original assumptions so quickly. Don't fall prey to the external world. Life will throw you challenges to test your conviction. Only those who pass the tests are those who maintain and have their convictions intact and their original intentions are unaffected. Their internal world is protected from the external and you know, having, it be, having it be adulterated by the external. So then we talked about the, the mirror world and the cause and effect cycle how the internal actually causes the external, but we can actually use the external to strengthen our internal. But what most people fall prey to due to objectivity is they start to strengthen you know, the, the, the wrong assumption. They begin with an assumption, but they're like, okay, objectively, I'm not seeing proof that I'm a confident person. Therefore, I must not be a, you know, a, a confident person. No, you have to become more biased. You have to become more subjective. And then we talked about the confidence dilemma, the two different poles there are, how if you believe you're confident and you keep thinking you're confident, life is gonna throw something to contradict that, to help you see and humble you. And it'll get you to the point where you're at the other pole. And we also talked about how to solve these two problems, the two biggest barriers to being successful with identity shifting. And number one is to become biased, become subjective. Pick what you want, ignore, discard the rest. 
And the best way I can describe this is when I was getting started on this journey and I realized this, I, uh, someone gave me an astrology reading. And before doing the reading, I made an agreement with myself saying, okay, if the reading is bad, then I won't accept it. I'll just say, no, that's bullshit. I don't believe it. I'm the biggest skeptic then. But if the reading is good, then I'll accept it. Then I'm the biggest believer in astrology. And the reading turned out to be quite good and positive. So I was like, oh, I'll accept this. So this is how you have to be with your internal world. Whatever you say goes, you're a conscious creator. Number two, think of yourself less. The more you're in your head, the more you'll be trapped in that duality and that pole, because this is how, this is the working of the mind. The mind operates in yes, no, binary, on and off, hot and cold, black or white. As soon as you ditch that and you become present to the moment and nothing makes sense, you don't have control. You, you let go of your control. That's when you gain control. So with that, I conclude this video. Thank you so much for watching. If you're new to the channel, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that little bell there so you're notified of any new video that I put out. And uh, if you'd like to work closer together with me and my team in our flagship Reality Mastery Program, you can click on the link in the description below to apply. Now, who we typically work with are people who are business owners and entrepreneurs who are stuck at a certain level in their businesses. Ideally, they're at around at least 5K a month, and they're seeing that the biggest problem they're having right now is not a tactical or strategic problem. They have a personal problem, an internal problem. They're not fulfilled by what they're doing. It feels like a grind every day. They feel like they have to force themselves and they're not getting the results that they want. And they knew that if all of these barriers were removed, it would be much more fluid. There'd be much more of a flow. There'd be much more of an ease. And as a result, when they get that ease, the right tactics and strategies would show itself. They would inevitably grow their businesses quite naturally, but it doesn't feel so natural right now. If that sounds like you, please click on the link in the description below to apply, to see if you qualify, to see if we would be a good fit to work together. And uh, I'm looking forward to speaking with you. And uh, you can also apply to join a free Facebook group. The link for that is also in the description. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Till next time. Peace.